Hey y'all, it's me, Love Ashley Lane, and welcome to Voices of the Body. Um, so as you can tell, this episode is another another one. Um, it, it it's starting out different than how I normally start out. Um, with purpose, of course. So. I've done a lot of prayer and meditation around um, sharing both my miscarriage story and um, my experience with domestic violence Um, and just really wanted to make sure I was coming from a place of teaching um, because I I never like as much hurt as I endured um it's not in me it's it's never I've never been that type of person to where like it's a telenovela where I'm like sitting here just pouring out the whole story and um bashing people like I like I still wish people well. I still want to see people win, no matter how much hurt has been involved. Um, And this isn't about one particular person or one particular thing that has happened. this is my overall story when it comes to abuse and um domestic violence right because i think we i think the only way we see a domestic violent relationship is through physical abuse because that's the most evident right that's that's where you can physically see the scars on somebody you can physically see um what is going on behind closed doors and i think for me um just in you know this deep deep healing journey that i've been on um and partially didn't even know that i was saying yes to 11 years ago when i moved back up north from florida um I, I I learned so much about what domestic violence really is and what abuse in relationships really is. And for a long time, I just couldn't like I can I mean, I'm 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 I'm, I'm an open book. Like if you guys know me, I, I don't hold anything back because I believe that God has made me a certain way for a reason um, to to lament, to share my story with millions of people um in so many different forms so many creative forms that will allow them to also heal and to also look at them and to also look at their situation and really say is this what i deserve is this a final space for me is there more for me right um I I have no shame in sharing my wrongs. I have no shame in sharing my rights. I have no shame in sharing anything that has taken place in my life. Um, 
because I believe that's what I'm here for. I'm a creative. I am a healer. I am a teacher. I am a mentor. I am a coach. I am a partner. You know, I like I this is this is this is me. Um and uh, God is with me because the sun is shining so bright in my eyes right now and who um so I was actually very, very nervous about doing this episode because um, for many reasons. One, I'm still in the thick of healing from a domestic violent relationship. Um, and I like I like the the grief comes in waves. Everything comes in waves. So as of right now, today, I am well. Um I probably will cry like but if you know me that is to be expected I am a lamenter um crying is my strength and it's my release I also was like I said earlier afraid like not afraid but just really wanted to be cautious um because again I'm not a person that bashes people um but this is my story this is my truth and I have a right to not gaslight myself in thinking that, you know, what my reality was, was anything different than what it actually was um, and currently is. Um, so, yeah. So without detail, um, I'm, if you listen to the episode about my miscarriage, um, you may remember me saying that my miscarriage story was attached to another story um with my partner which is this story um so there were a lot of different things that were taking place that you know I just kind of like prayed through and um maybe didn't even really realize was actually happening in real time until there were like couple slaps in my face and um somewhere in me I was just like oh well that will pass like it's not it's not gonna be forever and um we ended up getting married and like I've I've been in love with this person since high school so there's such a space in my heart that they still hold regardless of the hurt and the way everything went my only intention was to ensure that this person wins at life and um finds the healing that they need once I realized that this wasn't where I needed to be anymore um so prior to me having my miscarriage my spouse and I got into a physical altercation um, and it was a week before I even realized that I was pregnant. Um, I don't know if one had anything to do with the other. I'm not going to make that speculation or judgment or connection because 
that's that added grief that I don't want to add without actual concrete clear connection um and I don't want that sitting on the other person's conscious or conscience or um shoulders or any of that so you know I'm not like speculate what you want but I'm not putting that speculation out there this is just how the story went um and I think the hardest part was listening to my intuition where I said I like I deserve to be safe in my own home um I deserve to be spoken to with love I deserve to have like I teach my kids so I work in I work with uh zero to five the zero to five population um and when I when I have kids that you know are hitting a lot because they don't have the language to really say what they're feeling um I always say with them and I said this to I used to do this with my 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 son um our hands are for high-fiving our hands are for hugging our hands are for helping our hands are not for hitting or harming and as much as I preach that to my children like my my babies that I work with I have to preach that to myself no matter how much I love somebody um because love isn't love doesn't harm you love doesn't um make you second guess what you deserve love confirms what you deserve love tells you yes i see you and you deserve more than what i i see you deserve you deserve the overflow of of what i see you deserve what you give out to be matched and um I like the hardest decision was to get this person out of out of my house so that I could feel safe because I didn't like it what led me to actually like calling my family finally for some help um was and you'll hear her interview next. Um, so after the altercation, uh, this person then like put a gun to their head and threatened to kill themselves right in front of me and told me if I killed myself right now, you wouldn't even care. And I didn't know like what to do, how to maneuver, what what that like, do I do I do I reach for the gun and take it away from them? Like, what do I do? And what 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 brought me to the point the next morning to where it was like I can't risk being in this space um was a a lady that I had met um about seven years ago and and she you'll hear her interview in part two this week also um her story never left my head um her story never left my head her her husband shot her nine times and 
not thinking not not thinking that it would go that extreme right yet there was a space where like i said to myself if i excuse this behavior now then i'm giving permission for it to continue and for it to get worse and i didn't i, I like i think that was the first time ever i've had clarity about just what i didn't want right because i want i want to live and i deserve to live and that was the moment that was a very hard very hard space like i like i wish the police could get on here and tell you how much i cried how much i cried how much i wanted to just keep to myself how much i i just like like i i i just i didn't want things to go the way that they needed to go when I look when I look back at you know just the process of everything um so a lot of this month I like with all the interviews that I've had with um or that I have and that I'm still doing that you guys will hear that uh with the people that I'm interviewing the amazing women that I'm interviewing I asked them what what has this experience taught you about you and i'm going to answer that question for myself um and that 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 question is the basis for this whole entire episode right again i'm not i'm not spending this whole entire episode talking about what happened because i think that's a mute point at this at this point and i want to be gentle because of the love I still have for this other person, um, I want them to also do their healing work. I want them to also um, be able to move forward and and get the healing that they need, so that I can do the, get the continue to do the healing that I need for myself. So, like talking uh talking about it in a way that is not going to um bring light to what i believe every woman should 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 pay attention to within their body right is where does fear show up for you in your body right what does it feel like right like to really pay attention to your nervous system your nervous system is your best friend and sometimes trauma not sometimes but when trauma big t's right or even little t's right it's it's all in that individual's um experience and definition of how big or how small an event is for them right and how it shakes their world how it shakes up their body how it miss how it misaligns their their mind body and spirit connection um but what like trauma has a way of reprogramming everything within you right like if you think about your cell phone if you drop it enough right it's gonna be all battered and bruised and beat up and chipped and everything on the outside and then you know how well is it going to work internally right it might take longer for you to open up apps it might 
take longer for you to focus your camera it might take longer for you to scroll on the screen because the screen is broken right it's the same thing with our bodies it's the same thing with our souls it's the same thing with our mind our speech our everything right so it's imperative that you know if it's imperative that you listen to your intuition that you listen to your body because your body is telling you okay this is not how we're supposed to operate this is not how we're supposed to move um so going back to that question what has this experience taught me about me this experience for one has taught me and shown me that a lot of the relationships I've been in in the past were also abusive um and they weren't there there was one other one that was physically abusive um and very controlling and like this person I broke up with this person and they they just weren't having it and they went through my phone and saw me like texting you know another guy somebody i used to date and they choked me and i thought that that was going to be it for me like they choked me in my grandmother's house i literally thought that i like that day i thought my life was over i thought that was i I thought that was it like i could not breathe and fought so hard to get this person off of me and he's a big guy like i don't i don't i don't for some reason date these little scrawny ass dudes like i date like i'm five ten and change like i need i need i need comfort right but like i and that story i could like i i I, my family doesn't even know about this like i told my grandmother my grandmother's my best friend so 90 percent of what i share with y'all she already knows but i like this it just i just i thought that was it this was 2009 this was 2009 holiday season because i remember i was still working at victoria's secret um yeah and so but even even that like i knew that that was not okay i didn't want to be with somebody that was hurt that was okay with hurting me so i cut that relationship right um but even like there's 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 a lot of past relationships where i can look take i can look at this one this this one that i've i'm walking out of or walking that I've walked out of, let me speak um, prophetically, uh, and can look at where, like what, like what has happened before, right? Like the the only way you you learn, the only things that you need from your past is the lessons that you've learned, and sometimes your present will help you go backwards and look at those lessons, right? So I, there was a lot of financial abuse, right? And I've, I've noticed a pattern that that's always what kind of goes first because I'm such a, I'm such a, I'm such a giver, right? Like I'm such a giver. I'm such a giver. I will give you everything that I have, everything that I have, everything, 
right and i mean well now like you can't get nothing out of me now like if i share an apple with you be happy you know but it's like i'm such a giver and i i never get back what i give in return a lot of the relationships I've been in, there's two that I messed up and I can speak for those. Right. And they gave to me, but I was like one of them. We were, we, we were on the same wavelength. Um, it was long distance and it just wasn't working anymore. Um, cause I was in college and they weren't, and they always say, you don't take sand to the beach. So I, that was my fault. Right. There was a lot of sand at the beach I was at. So yeah, um, and then another one, like he gave and gave and gave. And again, I was in college. I didn't really have anything to give. Um, but the one thing I could have gave, I mishandled and, you know, I, I messed that up. So, but like every, I'm, I'm a giver, I'm a giver. And there's been relationships where, I thought that, you know, if I just kept giving and giving and giving, this person would see me, this person would appreciate me, this person would love me the way I need to be loved. And you can't make anybody love you. You can't make anybody see you if they don't really see you. And I don't want to be seen for what I look like physically, right? I want I want my soul to be seen and nurtured, protected, and tended to. Like, I need my emotions to be seen, protected, and tended to. Um, not used as a gateway for you to take advantage of me. Um, what this experience has also taught me is that my intuition, what I, what I feel within my body, what my soul tells me, my discernment is real. And that... I have to stop second guessing myself. I have to believe that what I feel is true. What I feel is real, regardless of what is being shown in front of me. Right. What un, un, until it aligns, what like I have to I have to trust my intuition. And I've never I, I, I for a long time didn't know that I had intuition. Right. Eventually, I started realizing that there was like this thing in my stomach that was um that was always talking to me and i just it just i just never i just never listened to it i just never listened to it i like i thought like it was just my stomach hurting or you know i just i never i was never aware of my body I was just never aware of you know the way my soul talks to me I just I, I was just here y'all I was just here letting any and everybody just take advantage of me tell me what to do how I'm supposed to live how I'm supposed to be what I'm supposed to look like all the things and my intuition is my gift my intuition well your intuition our intuition is a gift our intuition is um our protection our intuition is what we deserve that is that is that is your higher self talking to you that is your present self protecting you that is god connecting with you and and speaking with you 
it's all like that is that's that's what that is and um to ignore it is to ignore protection to ignore you know what your 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 body is feeling is to ignore signs and signals those red flags right those those things that come up and say this is not safe this is not good for you this is not where you need to be um it's yeah so this like this experience allowed me so and even in I've mentioned that October 1st is a very big day for me um, because this October of this year made 11 years that I've been stable um, and moved back up north um, and just allowed God to really use me, right? Like giving a yes without even knowing. I always say that I had my Jonah season. I came up here and then left and went back to Florida. I was like, I don't want to be up here. I got to go back to Florida. No one, none popping, ain't shit popping in Florida for me, right? Like it was, I went back to Florida and ended up homeless. I went back to Florida and ended up having like a, a horrible time. And even in that space, it was like, well, God, if this is what you have for me, right? Like I was abusing myself by not allowing myself to experience what I needed to experience to heal not even knowing that there was like I needed to heal I just knew that whatever in my childhood that was still resonating in in the air in New Jersey I didn't want to go back to that like y'all should have just left me with my grandmother in the first place like I didn't want to go back to that because I knew that there were things that were going to come up right when you go to certain places when you see certain faces when you drive past certain places you used to live you used to go to dance where I went to dance it's like all these different things so it's like it, I, I got uncomfortable like this the space up here I got uncomfortable and I was like now nah, I'm going back to Florida and the person I left to go back to Florida with that that left me homeless that left me homeless that was a horrible year it felt like forever I like abused myself by allowing myself to continue to go through things that I didn't even really need to go through in hindsight I learned a lot of, a lot about myself um but 11 years ago I the relationship I left to come up here I'm now discovering that that was an abusive relationship this person um that person like and my 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 number is three like it just so happens to be my number and I've been in three abusive relationships um so the one that I left coming back moving back up north from Florida um 11 years ago it wasn't physical and that's where the catch is like because I only thought that abuse was physical this person like made me throw out all of my things all of my belongings um all of my journals where I did a lot of my deep writing they made me um they they would take my phone from me and I got it back and like all my contacts were deleted. All of my 
like everything that had writing names, phone numbers, anything in my phone, emails, anything that was in my phone, they deleted. And I couldn't, I couldn't understand why I was just like, why would you delete my stuff? Like I need these things. And they were like, no, you don't. It's old stuff. You're with me now. And I just like, I couldn't understand. And I was just like, but what if I need to call like my best friend? What if I need to call my mom? What if I need to call? And it was like, well, you could just use my phone. And I was just like, okay. Like I was taking the bus to get to work and this person like I didn't mind being you know they walked me to the bus stop but it also like sometimes they would ride the bus with me to get to work and I was working at a pink store Victoria's Secret pink store at Florida Mall and I was just like well why are you riding the bus with me like it was it was there was like gestures that were sweet and nice and the thing you know the things that I I adore from a man um that gentleman thing right like oh let me walk you to the bus stop or let me walk you to your car let me see you out like those things yet that was a disguise for the control and the abuse and like now hindsight looking back it was just like oh like you were watching me like you you were making sure that like, I don't believe that you now I don't believe that you were making sure I got to work. Okay. Like you were making sure that I wasn't doing anything crazy, which I had no reason to. Um, they withheld like at the time I was on food stamps, they withheld like my food stamp card, my bank account cards, like all the things, everything that was mine. Um, I just like I I can now look back and say that that was an abusive relationship like I but I I didn't have language for it then I didn't have language for it then I but I knew that that was there was just something there that I didn't need to be in anymore um and I had finally made the decision to to leave I went to my mother's house for like, I wasn't even there a full 24 hours, y'all. Like that's another podcast episode, but I, I wasn't even there a full 24 hours. And I asked my brother to take me back and my brother took me back to this person's house. Um, yeah. And it was like, I was like, well, I don't want to be here anymore either. Like, I don't, I don't want to be at either one of these places and that was when I decided to um reach out to my aunt and from his phone of course and um yeah because the only number that I remember is my grandmother's house number like her house number has been the same since I was a baby like if her number ever changes I'm going to be screwed like I like her phone number is the only number that I remember like to this day and it's been the same for my for my whole 35 years of life like it I hope she never changes that number so you know I was able to call her and she gave me my aunt's number and my aunt brought me a train ticket that was leaving um Florida on September 30th 2010 
and or 2000 2011 yeah this was 2011 um the first incident where the my significant other um my ex-significant other choked me was 2009 um holiday season 2009 and i left and went back to florida april 2010 um then this happened this relationship um before i left to come back to new jersey was um in 2000 uh 2010 yeah told you it was that was a long like i felt like that was a lifetime within itself um yeah so i september 30th 2010 got on a um or 2011 excuse me 2011 uh yeah 2011 I don't my days like my memory is I like I remember and then I like I don't like my memory is shot like really bad um everything felt so long and so drawn out so like six months felt like two years to be honest like my I just my concept of time is horrible um when I think about some of this Um, But yeah, the train pulled into the Trenton train station in New Jersey on October 1st. And whatever I had left of me was in suitcases. And I went back to my grandmother's house and was there with her for 10 years. Um, About nine years, actually. So yeah, I, I... I am doing the work um, to love myself and to give myself what it is that I keep giving away so freely. Um, I am thankful for my aunt for believing in me. And like she said to me, I said to her, I was like, once I start working, I will I will pay you back for the for the train ticket. And she was like, all I want you to do is just be great. Um, so I am forever grateful for her, um, and for her and my uncle for who they've just been in my life, um, up to this point. And, um, my grandmother is my best friend. Like I'm, I'm grateful for her because a lot of what I've experienced so far, like I can talk to her about without judgment and she can give me her experience and, like she like she's just my rock um and even now going through you know the healing space of um the miscarriage and the connection that that has to you know this this current situation that I'm walking out of um it's 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 been a lot in the midst of that my son um going to live with his dad so um grief is a very real thing in all of these spaces um yes I have a living child I also continue to say that I have a child in heaven a baby girl in heaven um and as much as I do not approve of physical abuse whether there's blood being shed or not 
I know I deserve someone who wants to use their hands to hold me and to hug me and to to heal me and to caress me and to um, anoint me and cover me and protect me and no matter what their demons are um, I still love this person with all of my heart and I want to see him win regardless of where things are like I I I I still want to see him win so um yeah I I want you all special like and men go through abuse also um I'm not discrediting them I'm just speaking from uh my experience and what I know as a woman where we can continue to pour but whoever is in um, an abusive relationship, whether it's financial abuse, spiritual abuse, um, and that's a thing because I've had the Bible used against me and telling me that as a wife, I'm supposed to do X, Y, and Z. And even though there's harm being done to me, um, uh, and being gaslit about what my true experience is, um I your intuition is a gift and I give you permission to tap into it and to use it and to honor it um it's it's there for you for a reason it's connected to your body in this container it is connected to your nervous system please listen to your body the first episode of this podcast was if the if you're, you're it, the first episode of this podcast was called your body is listen your body is talking are you listening and i think that just set the tone for just what every single episode that i produce will be especially in this space um in this in in this space of talking about domestic violence like your body is telling you it's not comfortable here anymore even if you're unaware this one day your body is going to shift and an awakening is going to happen and your body is going to be like we have to go we can't do this this is not okay this is not what we deserve and you have to believe that you deserve better you have to believe that you deserve better i don't care what other relationships go through i don't care what the media says is supposed to be okay like fabulous and his his wife she's she stuck it out with him like i'm thankful that he's he got therapy and he sees change she like that was her choice that was her decision to keep enduring and they've had they have a lot of kids together not every story is going to end that way not every story is going to end that way you'll hear from um a beautiful amazing woman in the part two of the body and domestic violence um danielle burgess where she shares her story her story went a certain way but it 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 didn't end for her it it revitalized her um but she walked away so you know i i i want this to be a space where we learn and we i really like the seed is really planted on 
listening to your body and listening to the truth of what is being seen and felt because that's not going to lie, right? But we also have to remember even in the grieving space, right, of losing a partner, even though they're still living, I grieve, I have to grieve that we were building a family. I have to grieve that there were still good times. I have to grieve that I was, that I'm, I, that the person I've, I'm, I've, I've loved since high school and didn't even expose that until now is not the person for me in this season. Like I have to grieve that they, like I have to grieve all of those things. I have to grieve that we created a child together and that child is not here. I have to grieve all of that. I have to grieve that, you know, there's, there's a space still in my home that misses him there's a space still in my heart that misses him and like two things can exist at once i can love you and know that i don't I, I don't feel safe with you and that's okay like it's okay for you to love somebody and also know that you're not safe with them right you have to understand that both things do exist there is such thing as duality right there's that yin and that yang there's a day and there's night like there's a season for everything right you like so allow yourself to grieve that as well um we'll also have a therapist on a grief therapist at the end of this month um talk about grief and that grieving is vital when you've experienced pregnancy loss when you've experienced infant loss and when you've experienced any type of domestic abuse um it's it's a very real thing so yeah i'm not gonna sit on here much longer um <laughs> but i i love you all for free i love you all for free and there are resources on my page go to ashleyelaine.me um the coming years because this podcast will be around and i will be doing this forever um i will continue to find resources every month because these two these two causes are very important to me um and they touch a certain part of me so i will continue to expand on all of this um so yeah, there there's there's resources on my page, um, on the podcast page of my website. Um, tap into your local community. Do some safety planning, right? Let somebody know that you trust what's going on, what you're feeling, all of those things. Um, it's not you telling your business. It's you listening to your intuition and listening to your body and saying, hey, I think I need to talk to somebody about this because I waited till the last minute. Thank God I did it when I did because I don't want to fathom um, what what things could have been and i am grateful for my intuition and trusting it that much more um so yeah i love you all for free take a big breath in and release one more big breath in and release
last one big breath in and release yeah trust your intuition I love you all for free namaste Soundstripe.